Fuck yeah. Right. You like that silence, Surat? It's good for me. So relaxing. So goddamn silent. It's like the first silence I've heard in years. <laughs> except, except for, you know, last week and the week before that. I mean, like, you make that joke, but I'm a mom. I don't get any silence. And whose fault is that? <laughs> silence <laughs> is a foreign concept. Yeah, but I bet you can steal away from your kids at some point. That's true. I am the kid, so I- I'm screwed. <laughs> Oh, hey, uh, I'm setting up this map, uh, real quick. Was it just Zeke? He he pulled out an ever-burning torch. Did anyone else have light sources out? Uh, did they do a light spell on me? They almost always do that. Uh, that, the only person who used to cast light is (laughs) dead to us. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Flora's so used to glowing. Stormak gave Flora a sunrod. I mean, I, okay. I can cast light. I just did not think to prepare it. Okay. She's, she's got the boot <laughs> sunrod is one foot long and weighs one pound. But sure, you put it in your bra, whatever. <laughs> it's like a, a third of the size of Flora. That's like a human person putting something two feet long in their bra. Okay, sure. Like a flag. <laughs> you stick it in there and it sticks out. It's fine. <laughs> I never sat in the front. Maybe I tucked it in the back like a sword. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we we just strap it to your back. That's actually a good idea. I like that. Or strap it to your lance. Yeah. I took something specific for this as a extract because I learned from our little piece of evidence. Oh. The remains of the potion of dark light vision. The remains of the extract, uh, Ezekiel Kane did some tinkering last night and figured out how to make dark vision extracts. Oh, nice. That's how, that's how I'm going to flavor it, I guess. You know what I mean? Because he, he leveled up and he gets a new, yeah. he got a new uh, extract, so I'm going to be like, oh yeah, well he, he smelt it, and because it smelled like, what is it, mushy carrots? I'll be like, oh, I carrots, know yeah. what that is. And he whipped up a dark vision <laughs> extract this morning. Does it taste like carrot cake? Mm, yeah, with a tinge of the water at the bottom of a trash can. Ew! <laughs> Why does it have to be gross? Uh, it's just what John and I say about bootcraft. a bootcraft. <laughs> <laughs> a kombucha. What if the water at the bottom of a trash can tasted kind of good? And got you drunk. <sighs> <laughs> so gross. <sighs> Zeke merely adopted the dark. Stormak was born in it. <laughs> Molded by it. If I pass out and die during this show tonight, I blame all of you. <laughs> what? Why? What? I just want that to be known. My chair was getting squeaky again, so I WD-40'd it, but I apparently did not <laughs> let it sit outside long enough before bringing it back in. <laughs> Uh, oh, because the, the fumes? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of WD-40 down there. <laughs> nice. Light a match, will you? I actually really like that smell. That and diesel fuel, for some reason, have been growing on me a Is lot. Is that the smell that I mind? Keep us updated. <laughs> WD-40 is my favorite bug spray. Mm. When combined with a lighter. 
just self-immolate and then the bugs can't get to you? <laughs> well, no, you spray it at the bugs. Boo. <laughs> oh, how the hell's everyone doing tonight? Really good. Aside from getting high on WD-40. Good. Doing quite all right. Quite. You're lucky I untangled my son's slinky before we started. Or else I would have been sitting here messing with a slinky the whole time. <laughs> you would have had to edit that sound out. <laughs> Just chewing on it? No! It was all tangled. Do you remember Tango and Cash when they're in the prison and uh, Clint Howard has the slinky and I think it's Kurt Russell ties him up with the slinky? <laughs> That's infuriating. I haven't seen that in forever. It's a great one. How about the duo of Flora and Daisy? Mmm. They're pretty cool. Are we are we buddy cops? I mean, kind of been deputized. I'll take it. Sure. Secret cops. You're the secret police. Oh, no. I'd, I'd rather not be. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was about to be stoked, but then I was like, mm, wait. <laughs> I don't know. I was just re-listening to some old episodes, and you guys definitely arrested somebody for resisting arrest. Did we? Oh, yeah. You beat him unconscious and then arrested him for resisting arrest. Was that the old drunk that killed people in his sleep? No, it was the evil councilman. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, we beat him up. <laughs> that guy was a dick, and he was guilty. Yeah, so, yeah. he was arrested for being a dick, not for resisting arrest. <laughs> but you didn't know that he was guilty when you knocked him out. But he was a dick. <laughs> that that point remains. He started it. That's fair. He was Old River's former master. Yeah. Yeah. He's a free dog now. All right, who gave Old River a sock? <laughs> my dog loves Ooh. socks. <laughs> when my dog was a puppy, she would steal my socks, and then as a form of punishment, I would put the sock on her nose, and she could easily get it off, but uh, she would just sit there with it on her nose <laughs> and take her punishment. Oh, God, <laughs> Looking all sad. Yeah. He loves <laughs> yeah. socks. Like He'll collect them in his mouth if there's more than one. And they'll just end up like halfway down his throat, and he's thrilled when we pull them out, and they're all gross and slimy. Oh, it's disgusting. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it, though. Segway that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of halfway down the throat, <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Baldur's Gate. No. Yeah. No. No. Is that it? Yeah, no, that's it. Cool story. <laughs> I'm Jonesing. Yeah. Is that why your computer crashed? Because it couldn't handle Discord, Roll20, and <laughs> you playing a video game? Oh, I, you're still playing no. it. That's what you're saying. No, no, not right now. I'm just saying, wizards, man. The wizard. Can't live with them? Yeah. Can't kill them. Yeah. Have to date them because of their hair. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Why is that like the main uh, quest line for every RPG is like, dating all the characters <laughs> because you can <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out why they keep putting monsters in my dating sims <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> i just want to take muscle mama out to a nice dinner right have you been playing too do you love her as much as i love her i love her so much I do but my, my quest with her glitched so i can't continue it oh no Aww. what no muscle mama for you that's tragic. I'm very sorry. My heart was broken. Yeah. I said somewhere else. Not as much is... as hers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's fucked up. Wait, is that blue scale? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I'd love to play it, but I haven't had time to play a real RPG other than Pathfinder in like a hundred years. I have heard Pathfinder's pretty cool. How do you guys feel about playing that? Yes, please. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. Yeah, well, let's jump right in. So last week, you guys finished the first day of the Trial of the Beast. We won the first day of the Trial of the Beast. Well, we don't know that yet. In our hearts. I'm saying, I'm saying. It's very well could be. Unfortunately, yeah, you don't get results until the end of three days. But you quickly dropped everything else and left town to get to the village of Hergstag to investigate the next crime that the beast is to be held on trial for. The murder of six innocent little children. Well, you did spend a little time looking for the only remaining villagers from Hergstag in Lepidstad as uh, after the children were killed, uh, the town was quickly abandoned not long after that, as you found out because it was haunted by the ghosts of the dead children. Oh. Do you not remember that? No, I remember ghosts. I didn't. <laughs> I, I I remember ghosts. I don't specifically remember them being evil children ghosts. That's that's why creepier. we suspected the wraith for some reason. Okay. Yeah, he suspects it's a wraith after a little knowledge roll, and after seeing a quick memory from the beast's mind of basically what he had told you about the event where he tried to save his only friend in the world, Elsa, but could not save her, and she was killed by this ghostly abomination. You also found out from the remaining villagers that one of the children had actually been killed two days after the beast had left the area, and they said there was no signs of breaking and entering. She died in her bedroom without any wounds, and we told that person, we'll see you tomorrow at the trial to testify. That's that. right. <laughs> and then you made your way to Hergstang. It was about a three-hour horse ride. The sun was setting as you approached the village, easily being pitch black on a moonless night by the time you get there. And I think... We basically left off there on the top of a hill outside of the town. And let's see if I crafted this map correctly. Let's take it to the grid. Is that your new phrase? Uh, Surat was trying to make that work for a while. Oh, I see it. That's a little one for him. <laughs> oh, we are so tiny. Yeah, so each of these squares is 50 feet. Oh my gosh. All the way over on the right, the smallest little, like, I am the light source. Oh, boy. Well, this map is huge, bro. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> it's a big map. Am I the light source? And, yeah, at the top of that hill there on this road that you're currently on, 
uh, headed west towards the village. Before the sun went down, see the farmland in the surrounding area is overgrown. Likely the crops have gone to seed and there's just tall corn stalks basically filling most of the area. So just to kind of get the scene here, is it like totally pitch black or can we make out like, you know, kind of like the shapes of particularly large objects kind of out in the night? Yeah, it's pretty much pitch black. Now you got like maybe a quick view from the top of that hill of the village like for a minute before the sun went down, but it quickly got very dark. What a beautiful pitch black moonless night. Yeah, what better time to be out in a most likely haunted village. Yeah, I can't see shit. Go us. Good thing there's a trail. I'll I'll lead her the way. Stormak heads west on this little dirt road. There's a building up ahead here. Is there a good place to tie these up? I'm not sure we're going to want to be running around with these fucking horses. Should we tie them up somewhere? Yes, here's the proper village. Try to catch up. Yeah, we'll tie up the horses. So yeah, it takes you a little while from where you're at. It's about two, three hundred feet that you would have just traveled from that hilltop to the first buildings here. Yikes. And the pathway here is barely really visible as a road anymore, as it's all overgrown in a lot of massive corn stalks. As you're approaching these first three buildings on the edge of town, uh, Sidriel, give me a perception check. That's a six on the die for an eleven. So when you hop off of Pokey the horse there, does a nineteen hit your AC? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Especially flat-footed. Lost in this kind of overgrowth of the area, you don't quite see what you're stepping into as you hear a and these massive sharp jaws of iron spring shut around your ankle as you have stepped in a bear trap oh god you take 10 damage holy shit a bear trap cool as these iron jaws just Dig right into your leg. Are are you okay? No. Stormak runs over immediately and and has his hands on the bear trap trying to separate it off of his leg. Yeah, Flora's trying to help. Get it off. (laughs) Uh, You could give me a strength check. Do you want me to do it or do you want me to aid? How's that going to work, John? Aid first. Roll after. Okay. Well, I think Floor is stronger, so I'll I'll roll to aid. Uh, that's a 16 strength. Oh boy. All right. Hang on, I might be able to give you a little bonus here. A little diviner's fortune. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little diviner's fortune here. Just, just please do it right. <laughs> and you get a plus two, an additional plus two uh, insight bonus. Okay, so I, I rolled an 18. Well, I rolled a 15 for an 18. Plus 2 is 20. Nice. Plus 2 is 22. Nice. Oh, fortunately, it's not enough. <gasps> what? To rip these jaws apart. 
Uh, and I'll just tell you right now, it's a DC twenty six strength check. Oh my god! To, to so rip these apart, we can't can I make it. Try again? <laughs> no, it's impossible. Uh, there is also an escape artist DC and a disabled device DC. Um, Ezekiel Kane will fumble around with it a little bit. He'd like, uh, you're just gonna have to lose the leg, Sid. Hold, hold on, hold on, Cedril. Can I, uh, there's a disabled device. Can I try that one? I have disabled device with my thieves tools. Yeah. And she only rolled a 15, so you, so it is possible. Oh, I thought she had rolled an 18. No, I got a, a, I got a 15. But I have a plus three strength. Go, God. Of course. Of course that happened. (laughs) Ezekiel Kane fumbles around with it for a second, and he, he, he looks over at Stormman, and he's like... I think you're oh, right, Stormack. I think he's going to lose the leg. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> can I try again? Can we take 20? Or or yes. do I just, like, can I fucking smash it? <laughs> what about a crowbar? Would a crowbar aid us another two? We love crowbars. Yeah. I'd love that. I feel like... Since you're not in currently in danger, yeah, can we just take? Like, we wouldn't yeah. just leave him here. We're gonna keep trying. So it's not like attached to the ground either. So the, what it says is, unless it is attached to a solid object, it would keep you immobile. But if not, it halves your base speed. No, we're going to take it off of him. We're going to spend. <laughs> <laughs> I had no agency to get into the situation. I'll take no agency to get out of it. Uh, right now, you look around. It's dead quiet, other than crickets and nighttime bugs. And uh, you don't feel like you're in any rush or danger. Uh, I think you could probably take 20. Yeah. So if we all if we all aid yes, and please. use a crowbar, we that should that. be more than enough. Yeah. Plus two, plus we two, should be able to get out of it. Two. And it might take whatever. 2d10 minutes or some shit, but we do it. So Flora taking 20 would be a 23. Yes. Plus 2 from Stormac would be a 25. Plus Plus 2 from Zeke would be a 27. Yeah, no more divine fortune. You sit there trying to get this thing out. Eventually, you're able to get it off and it snaps shut just as Sidriel gets his foot out of the way. He's probably got a nasty little gash around his ankle, though. Yeah, Sidriel. Let me, uh... I, I let let me take heels, care of that for you. Gonna be, like, looking I'll, at I'll pull out that water, wad of cure light, and give you uh, a charge of it. Let's let's start with one charge. <laughs> take this wad of cure light. What if it was a wad of cure light? <laughs> It peels a off a couple of cure, cure lights. lights. <laughs> it's like salt, salt <laughs> water taffy. shirt pocket. <laughs> like a ball of like chewed gum or something. Just like. no, like a like a tip. <laughs> just a tip, just for a second. <laughs> oh, that'll that'll bring you up to eight. That's seven healing. Uh, plus one. Yeah, that'll that'll be eight healing total. Make sure you keep track of those charges. I got them. Oh, that. Thank you. Let's. Okay, can we keep the light sources on the ground and well, try to see? Stormak also, picks that? up the bear trap and hold, holds it in, up in the air, and he says, 
Uh, well, Sidriel, just think it's it's better that it hit you and not your horse. Seriously. Easy for you to say. Well, yes, but... And Stormak uh, stows that bear trap in his bag. Here, why don't we try it on you and we'll ask the horse how it feels about it. <laughs> um, Zeke will look over at Sid and reach out his ever-burning torch and he says, You think you think you'd want to hold this? Is that Would that make that better? I think I, uh... I think I got a solution for myself. No, I'll just I'll just stick close to the light. You can't really use a bow with a torch in your hand. Yeah, but you could drop it, I guess. I can't really use my rapier with a torch in my hand, so I'm gonna I would have to drop it too. Couldn't just hold it in your offhand? Uh not to get my fencing grace. I was I was looking at all this stuff. That's why I uh, whip out this little extract vial. He'll say, I, I guess I was taking notes from uh from my last trial, and he'll pop open this uh, little vial and drink it, which would give him dark vision. Nice. Da, 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 da. I'll keep the torch with me too, though. Alright, well, should we secure these horses? Uh, can we get some description of, like, what we're seeing here? Yeah, so you come up to these three buildings, and they are overgrown with tall grass, and even, like, in between them and around them, closer than you'd expect, are tall stalks of corn. Uh, they're a little dilapidated. It's been less than a year uh, since the town was abandoned, but it appears to be some sort of roadhouse. There is uh, what looks like an overgrown sort of stable. An overgrown stable? What does that mean? It's like a hundred times the size of a regular stable. Um, no it's it's just overgrown with tall grass and there's like random corn stalks like even within the stable but it's sort of open on the sides with a roof over it so it went from being a stable to like a horse bed and breakfast yeah (laughs) let's tie them up you're able to do that and yeah you do see like the remnants or beginnings of an overgrown path leading to the west on the other side of these buildings. With your light sources and dark vision, uh, you can see through the windows here. Uh, there's a layer of dust on all of them, but even then you can see that they seem to just be empty. There's overturned tables and furniture that looks like it was left without any thought. Well... I guess we're just gonna have to start looking around this town and see if we uh, see if we don't find something. We don't know where anybody's house is, I guess necessarily, right? We just gotta start looking through some of these and see if we find anything. This appears to be sort of like an almost like an inn. Uh, it doesn't appear to be somebody's house. Ah, uh, but I assume we're looking for somebody's house, right? We, they wouldn't be in the inn necessarily, right? I mean, that that makes sense. Tim's memory happened near the windmill, so maybe we'll find something around there. I, I guess you're right. Well. Or the windmill was where you talked to those sisters. His memory happened on top of a hill on the far southwest end of town. Yeah, I mean, would we have been able to spot the hill from the other hill on our way in? Yeah, probably before the sun went down, uh, you might have, in the distance on the other side of town... Way over here. Oh, and this big inky black darkness. Okay. Thank you for painting the camera. I would not have known. <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
So, to follow these paths, it is a survival check. Alright, I'm not great at survival, but can I aid? That could be from any one of you. I'm gonna try to aid. Yeah. Ooh, that barely passes with an 11. 8 on the die, plus 3 for 11. Yeah, I mean, I'm not particularly adept at it, I can throw out an aid. Alright. Um, I'm not particularly adept either. I've got a four total. Same. Uh, I guess Flora's got a five. Flora it is. Oh, there's my nat 20 to aid. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. I'm just going to roll not to aid, but just to uh, do it myself. And that's a, that's a six. That's a two on the die for a six. Ouch. Oh, well. No aid, no success. Well, Flora... Am I rolling now? Uh, you you have Sidriel, like, giving you pointers for a plus two. And me. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you, you aided as well. Me. Okay. You got two aids. You should probably see a doctor. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. Why am I so nervous? Because <laughs> if you fuck it up, we all die. In real life. Everyone's counting on you. Uh, so I rolled a seven for a twelve. Plus four, right? For two aids. Sixteen. Alright, so as you venture off into the overgrown tall cornfield of a village, you are able to find the remnants of the path leading to the next area. Good. Successfully. Lead us, O wise Flora of the night. (laughs) I am trying. You come to another building about 150 feet down this barely visible path and you should be... Yeah, you can see uh, there's a river to the west of the building with a covered bridge going over it and this building appears to be a sort of emptied out general store. Just looking through the windows, you could see empty shelves and knocked over tables and shelves. It's a single room building. Well, ain't nothing wrong with taking a peek. Yeah, Stormac opens the door. He walks inside. He finds the nicest shelf. <laughs> Comes back out. This shelf's still in pretty good condition. <laughs> You're just bringing a shelf home? Okay. You never know. <laughs> I, You know, my, my little spot there and... The dead goat, it could use a shelf. <laughs> can we try to loot the place? Uh, you can give me a luck roll. Fuck, might as well. Gyo! That's a 46 on the die. Ugh. 46? Why are they always so close? Place is empty. Yeah, it appears like the place is just wiped clean. Never know what you might find. These people could have left something in a hurry. There's still a few good shelves in there. (laughs) But you hear this babbling uh, small river heading north and south. There's a covered bridge going west over it, and you can just barely make out a path leading to the north along the eastern edge of the river. Well, we know we have to kind of go to the south. Yeah, the hill we saw in Tim's memory was to the southwest. So I think the bridge... Stormark heads through the bridge, uh, assessing its structural integrity as he does so. Mm-hmm. Give me a knowledge engineering. Sure. You do that. 
And Flora doesn't give you a chance. Oh, uh, come so on. She falls through the broken. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> a ten. There are some missing planks, but it appears to be fairly sturdy. Watch your step. Cross keeping an eye out for missing planks and bear traps. What's <laughs> random bear traps? Apparently. Once you cross the bridge, let me, let's have another survival check. Let me try to aid. Flora, let's try this again. Oh, that's not going to aid. I did not aid. Okay. Are you going to roll for yourself, Sid? Or? I'm going to roll it myself. It's going to mm. be a one this time. Ouch. <laughs> that was a 14, so that's 18 for Sid. All right. I got a 13. I also got a 13. Sidriel is able to make out a path heading to the southwest. Yay. One of you with the lights want to take the lead? Yeah. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, Give me perception checks. 14. As you're heading down this path. Six. That would be 11. Holy shit. I, I love that I took expanded inspiration because it gives me that free inspiration on perception, but 19 on the die plus 8 plus 4. So it's uh, 27, 31, uh, 33 if it's for traps. For perception? Yeah. Flora, are you like blazing along in front of everyone with your... Uh, failed survival check? No, sorry. Are you following Sidriel, who knows where he's going. I was just trying to get the light where it needed to be. <laughs> we'll all move our tokens back behind Sidriel, who was in the back. Zeke, you hear this faint laughing, giggling almost like on the wind from deep in the corn. <laughs> I don't like that. Did y'all hear that? The hair on the back of Zeke's neck is standing straight up. I didn't hear anything. You guys don't... You don't hear that... That giggling? Zeke, a few seconds later, you hear it again from the complete opposite direction. <laughs> uh, there, guys, there's... There's something out here. For sure. Somewhere out in the corn. Everybody be on your guard. Yes, we're all on guard. We've done this before, Zeke. Somebody keep an extra eye on him. Things didn't go well the last time somebody just randomly started hearing giggling in their heads. Sidriel, you feel... Like a million bucks. <laughs> That's good. Did Sid wear his Target shirt today? <laughs> you feel... A great chill, a coldness, right where the little bit of wound that is still left from that bear trap. You look down and there are two ghostly green hands reaching out of the ground. What? And grabbing you by the ankle um, with an 18 against touch. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. One... One... <laughs> Negative energy damage. And please oh, give me a fortitude dear save. God, man. That is an 11. Double dear God, man. <laughs> One constitution drain. Oof. Wes, you know you and were he... asking for it, man. I mean. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
You look down, you see these hands grasping at your ankle, and you see a ghostly green face pop out next to them with a, like, a creepily innocent smile on it. I am kicking them legs. Much like Pilate. <laughs> Do we all see this, or is it just a in-his-head thing? Yeah. Imagine you, you would be able to see it if you were, like, behind him. Okay, this handout's not smiling, but... Alan? Alan! <laughs> Alan! <laughs> oh, that's not Alan. That's Steve, eh? <laughs> Is this artwork from a something you guys recognize? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me find it. He <laughs> then flies out of the ground into the air and into the corn to the southwest. Wow, he's fast. What was that? Awful. <laughs> well, let's... Can we please just keep moving? I don't want to stand out here anymore. What What did it... Did it... Um... I'm just trying to think of a way to be like, be on your guard, danger ward. Yeah, I can't uh, help but ask, did it provoke an AOO as it flew away? Uh, yeah. Stormax, always ready for that. Uh, here is an unarmed strike. I feel like you're the only one with weapons out. Stormax is a weapon. Because you... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure we would have had weapons out, but okay. I'll give you that one. It's a 21 versus AC. Okay. For five bludgeoning. All right. His fists count as magic. Yes, sir. Uh, Even magic does do half damage to incorporeal foes, though. Right. Uh, You get your fists through it, and you see him kind of, like, jerk a little bit as he's flying away. We're here to put you to rest! Stormak yells at his back as he flies away into the corn. And we all draw our weapons. Okay, uh, Flora draws her weapon, because now she feels threatened. Do you hear that? She just tried to play your character. I, I backed <laughs> off. <laughs> Flora, what is this flag thing you have flapping around now? Oh! Well, I was, I was, gonna, I was gonna show it to you. Oh, sorry. You can edit that out then. <laughs> I was trying to get that in before we got into combat for yeah. you. Oh, here in the middle of a cornfield in the pitch black darkness is a great time to talk about arts and crafts. <laughs> can we keep moving? Yeah, let's go. Let's keep going. I mean, a banner is probably something big and like on your back, right? It's. Do you want to do that again without the food in your mouth, Johnny? Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that annoying, Meg? Sorry, I was eating no, a slinky. No, I just <laughs> I just know how much you guys hate it, so I'm trying to help. I just assume she had like a parachute ripcord that she pulls and the banners like unfurls and flies up behind her. <laughs> Fair assumption. Yeah, I mean I guess I pictured it as like a standard like posted up on a pole on your back or something. Yeah. But is that nearly as fun as the parachute ripcord? I think it's supposedly like um something that goes on the mount itself like either a flag that goes in like a holster or something that drapes over the back of it as long as people can see it right on everyone be on your guard 
We're under attack. Let's keep going. And we do so. <laughs> and we keep going. Yeah. With Sidriel's role, he's still able to piece together the remaining bits of dirt path, and you eventually come to what looks like a domicile or house. If you're a normal person. Is this house surrounded <laughs> by a moat? Obviously, the blue part on this map is land. Yeah, what is this? Is this like a um, lake That's house? not real. Oh. Don't pay attention okay. to that. AstroTurf. <laughs> that's just something I couldn't delete. I'm going to go look around this side of the house. It's definitely not a circle that indicates an important location. Ignore that. No, definitely not that. <laughs> Stormhack yells to the night, uh, There's another trail over here. Was there any more description to this building other than it being a domicile? Uh, this seems to be like a medium-sized house, uh, two stories. The front door is swinging open. Some of the windows are busted out. There's a knocked-over rocking chair on the porch in the front of the house. Can we tell whether the windows were busted inwards or outwards? Where's, where's the glass lie? Is it on the outside of the window, or does it look like it was forced in? That's some expert-level detecting there. You don't see any glass on the outside. So they were pushed inwards. Yeah, maybe poke your head in, You, it's on the inside. Well, mm-hmm. Not exactly sure which house we have to go in, but uh, we better check them all just in case. Uh, Ezekiel Kane will go into the building through the hanging front door. All right. You step in in the creaky floorboards beneath your feet. Creak, as they do. And there's still furniture left here. Some of it's knocked over. Looks like the cupboards and everything have been kind of cleared out, almost like somebody left in a hurry. But it also kind of looks looted. There is a small kitchen and a living room downstairs. Dusty furniture. There's grass peeking up through the floorboards and a staircase leading upstairs. Stormak has entered the domicile from the other side and he's in there with Zeke. He says, let's check it out. And I will to head up follow the right behind you. Sword out, John, in case you were like, oh, you didn't say you had your sword out. Dumb. <laughs> No, we all we all have our weapons out. She'll go behind Zeke. With his bow out. Sidriel, give me a perception check. Oh my god. Why? Why are you after West tonight? <laughs> twenty. Fifteen plus five is twenty. A twenty? You hear from behind you as you step up on the porch to follow them inside. That same giggling. And you turn around. And you see that ghostly child coming right at you. Uh, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Flora, why'd you leave Sid alone out there? I didn't. We, we walked in single file. <laughs> it's a 14 for initiative. Um, 12 for Stormak. Uh, it's a 19 for Flora. Give me some combat music, Johnny. Fuck. Zeke, uh, mm-hmm. good thing I took improved initiative or that would have sucked. Uh, that's 12 for me. It's up to a plus 8 now. Which is nice. 
Nice. Alright. Surprise round. Sid would get to act in anyways, but I go first in it. And he comes at you flying full speed through the air uh, for a 17 against touch. It's going to do one negative energy damage and one constitution drain. If you fail your fortitude save. There you go. Failed it. Ooh. And you get a surprise round action. I guess I'm going to take a five foot step back into the doorway. Okay. And, uh... Fuck it. We'll throw a magic missile at him. Ooh. Uh... So I get three missiles for a D4 plus one each. And they are automatically hit and they are force damage. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So that is uh, a four-point missile, a four-point missile, and a two-point missile. Ooh. For ten total points of force damage, which I don't believe is reduced by incorporeal creatures. Yes. Would you like to do a knowledge check? Sure. That is, I assume it's knowledge religion? Yes. And that is a 20. From uh, your interactions here, what you've seen in Beast's memories, and what you've read in the past, you believe this to be a wraith spawn. Beings that are killed by wraiths become wraiths themselves. Or humanoids slain by a wraith become wraith spawn, essentially. And with a 20... The DC's 15 plus this year, right? I'll give you uh, one piece of information. Um, well, I already know what its attacks do, so... Any special abilities? Uh, it looks like... That's basically... <laughs> their attack is their special ability, uh... Other than flying... Well, tell me more about their special attack. Every time it successfully hits somebody with this constitution drain, it gains two temporary hit points. Cool. So it drained some of the life force out of you, Sidril. You blasted it with some very effective magic missiles. And he reels back and looks at you, and his face turns into, like, a sad, sad face. But somehow laughing... His childish laugh as he flies towards you and attempts to hit you again. <laughs> You're really creepy. Well, at least one of us is having fun. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a natural one. Um, His arms fall off. <laughs> does a thirteen hit your touch? It does not. All right, so he's focusing on Sidriel. And he's not paying attention to where everyone else is. I believe Zeke and Stormak have gone upstairs at this point. But he is, flies right past Sidriel and into attack range of Flora, who can get an AOO on him. Great. I'll do that. I'm poking with my brand new magic lance. That's a 22. A 12 for a 22. That's going to hit. And Plus five. Uh, that was nine damage. All right. So yeah, your brand new magical lance slices through his ghostly form, and you can see his visage be ripped apart for a moment and come back together. 
and he whips around, realizing that you're there, and just has this wicked frown on his face, still giggling. And it is your turn, Flora. Um, we're in this very tiny house, so I probably can't charge it. She's gonna uh, be like, it's weakening us somehow. Watch out. There you go. It's <laughs> danger <laughs> word for fortitude. Saves. What kind of action is that? It's a standard. Okay. So that's that. And then somehow back myself into a different corner to try to just be ready to attack it if I need to. Alright. Sidriel is up next. This wraith spawn just came flying at you and then whipped right around you, missing you and getting stabbed by your friend Flora. What do you do? Uh, I guess step back the other way to keep some distance between him and myself. Little five foot step? Yeah, another little five footer. Um, I mean, shooting him's not going to do anything, so I guess I'm going to hit him with a little cantrip. We're going to throw out a little acid splash. Alright. Uh, so that is a ranged touch attack. So that's 8 plus 4 is 12 plus my BAB is 3, so a 15 range touch. That'll do. He's going to take a whopping D3 damage, which is not even a thing. This lets me roll. <laughs> oh, you, you just type it out. It's amazing how much uh, playing Baldur's Gate has made this all so much easier to visualize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so two damage, so I'm assuming one point of damage. Yes, sir. And Zeke is up next. Zeke, you're following Stormak. Let's say he's at the top of the stairs. You're halfway up. Okay, and I hear the commotion, I imagine, because they came inside, and then this thing happened, and then people are yelling. I shouted about it. Yeah, you hear the, the creepy giggling, and you heard Flora yell out, It's weakening us. It's weakening us. Uh, okay, cool. He will, um, run down the stairs. He will get down... How far would you say? Ten feet. Okay. From the child who's in... Or from, uh, the ghostly apparition of the child? Yeah, we'll say it's ten feet down the stairs, and then you're ten feet from him as well. Ah, okay. He will move down the stairs and then see the child and try to stab it. Because why not? That sounds fun. See the child and try to stab it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic Sarai. Sounds about right. Um, okay. With with a plus one rapier, <laughs> magic plus one rapier. Uh, stop rolling around. That's a 17 to hit. Ooh. That is going to hit. Fuck yeah. 1d6 plus four magic damage. That's seven magic damage. All right. Move, stab. Solid. Yeah, you see him staring the other way at Flora, who just ran from him. You come get him in the back, and he whips around, and you see him ghostly tears running down his eyes as he's frowning and laughing. Stormak is up next. You just saw Zeke turn and run back down the stairs after hearing what he heard as well. I also turn and run down those stairs... I come into the room and see this fight with this ghostly child, and uh, unfortunately, I've got a s 
strike him as well. There's a single unarmed strike at the boy, Ghost Boy. That's a 19 to hit for only five. All right. You do puncture his ghostly form a bit. Sorry, lad. We'll be done with you as soon as we can. Put you to rest. He looks at you, and he's laughing. <laughs> we should go check it out. It's probably something cool. And he reaches out to touch you. Um, for an 18 against touch. That touches. And he will do three negative energy damage. And a fortitude save, please. And they just get a continual bonus from your danger ward there, Laura? Or is it just for one? Yeah, well, it says uh, any point in the next minute when they fail a saving throw, they can re-roll with Dude, plus that, four. Dude, that thing's OP. That That's is a great, reaction. great thing you took. That thing is fucking sick. Mm. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's a fortitude save. That is a 12. Reroll it. Which is going to fail. Uh, so go ahead and do it again with a plus four. Fuck yeah, dude. That's so fucking cool. All right. Um, of course, that's uh, actually a 15 versus poison spells, spell-like abilities. Oh, yeah. All right. Here's uh, another fortitude save. And that is a 24 before the plus four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 28 is going to fail. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> we see through that joke now, John. It's old. It's an old joke. Yeah, but it's familiar. It's comforting. Like an old blanket. Yeah. It's, it's so familiar. It's a comfort joke. And the good news is it's just as funny now as it was the first time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. Comfort joke. For me. A comfort jorl. I get some things from me. <laughs> you, yeah, you take the negative energy damage, but no con drain. And he's just laughing, and he's like, come on, let's go check it out. And he flies straight up through the ceiling into the upstairs area. Whoa, whoa, I gotta finish you off. Uh, here's one more punch. <laughs> I mean, all of us would, right? Yeah. Well, just Stormak and Zeke. Uh, Zeke, you were close enough. Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm definitely taking a stab, too. There it is. 26 to hit for four damage. Ooh, I don't think that's going to... That's a 12. Uh, no dice. Okay. Well, it was on a dice. <laughs> yes dice, actually. <laughs> I'm looking right at the thing. <laughs> <laughs> he flies through... <laughs> He flies through the ceiling, disappearing into the upper area of the house, and it is Flora's turn. Oh, well, then I guess we're going up the stairs. How many feet uh, is of movement is that? Th- 30 feet. Uh, Halfway up the stairs, it looks like. You're on Daisy still, yeah? Oh, yeah. She's got more than 30, doesn't she? She was 40? Yeah. Okay. Rest of the way up the stairs. So you, yeah, you can get up on top of the stairs, and you look around, you see no ghosts, you see two doors, one is swinging open, the other one's closed, you can see a, like a ratty old bed that's turned over on its side through the one that's open. The open door is like swinging open, like it's 
moving currently? No, it's just like halfway open, stationary style. Uh, you got another action? Dialogue? Um, no, because I don't know where it is. She's just like, what the, where, where'd he go? Looking around. All right. Sidriel. Uh, Sid will kind of hesitantly follow up the stairs. Um, it might be worth seeing what he wants to show us. You guys should look. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's all he's going to do for now. Alright. Zeke. Zeke O'Kane will also move up the stairs. How far do I get up there? If I was standing somewhat close. It'll say it's 20 feet staircase. I will move to position myself next to Flora, next to the closed door, and I will use my second move action to open said closed door, if you think I can do that all in that amount of time. Flora's at right at the top of the stairs, looking around. Uh, you can get past her to the closed door and open it. Perfect. I do that. What do I see? You open the door, and there is a smaller bed than the one through the open door. Uh, it's also turned on its side, and there are some old broken toys and layer of dust all over everything, and you see the ghostly figure uh, about ten feet away on the other side of the room with his hands on the windowsill looking outside the window. Okie doke. He'll, he'll say, uh, Hey guys, I got him. I found him. And Stormac is up next. Alright, so as Zeke was heading upstairs, I imagine Stormac was heading upstairs right there with him. Uh, Zeke hits that door first, Stormac's right alongside Zeke and going into that room along with him. And um, Stormac's got like a fist up, ready to strike, but he sees the boy looking out the window and he's like, what is it that you want to show us? And he's moving in to look out the window but he's also ready to punch that boy <laughs> are you like readying an action to punch this little kid if he turns around and tries to touch you <laughs> wow all that sounded really bad I mean someone has to Ozil's not here yeah. to do it so. <laughs> well I don't have the actions to ready that but um, narratively yeah that's exactly what I'm doing I, uh, I'm, I'm moving in because we're in the middle of a fight. We're still in turn order. So I got a, a fist up and ready to go. But the boy keeps saying, let me show you something. And then he's looking out this window. So Stormac goes to the window to look out the window as well. But if we're still in a fight, uh, hey, I'm still in the fight. All right. Yeah, he turns his head to you as you're like up next to him at the window. He's like, come on, Elsa, let's go. I, they said Martin was gone, but I heard him up by the hill, by the scarecrow. And he just falls straight down into the floor, uh, provoking. Uh, here he comes, Sidril! I yelled down the stairs. Um, and at this point, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we should uh, be beating on him, so I'm going to let him go. Okay. Interesting. He just kind of goes straight down, like feet first, into the floor. And Sidril, you see him come out. No, he doesn't. 
damn it. Wes, what did you do to John this week? Sidra also went upstairs last turn, so he fucked off downstairs to nobody. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> cool. I misunderstood. And it is Flora's turn. Uh, so I guess she saw that through the door and, like, from the top of the stairs, threw her arms up and went, what's up? Ah, and turned around and went back down the stairs. And Stormak <laughs> called out that uh, he's going back down. She kind of, like, squeezes past Sid on the stairway, gets mm-hmm. down to the bottom. Sorry, look out. Uh, Daisy, look out. Okay, there. Okay, all right, here we go. Where is he? Is he down there? He is right down there. And as you come down the stairs, he reaches out to attack you. Whoa. This kid's a jerk. You should have punched him. I, I guess I should have. <laughs> I want to poke him. He's like right around the corner from the bottom of the stairwell. So I didn't I didn't get to see him before he attacked me. You would come around the corner and he would be five feet right next to you. Alright, fine. Can Daisy bite him? <laughs> Is her magic teeth? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, she could try. No, fuck um, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just rolled a natural twenty. Let me roll to confirm it. That's a 19 to confirm against touch. Oh, fuck. Uh, yes. That's not good. <clears throat> so, uh, let's have a fortitude save, or two, if you prefer. Or <laughs> two. <laughs> okay. So, I already have a plus six fortitude, so that's a 16, because I got a 10 on the die. All right, that's going to pass. Okay. Uh, but you do take seven negative energy damage. Owie. And you are now right next to this kid. Uh, Sidriel, Flora just ran past you on Daisy down the stairs. And then went, ah! <laughs> yeah. At the bottom of the stairs. Which room up here did this kid go into? The one that Stormac ran into? Yes. Okay. I guess Sid's gonna head into that room. Did you see what he was trying to show you? Yes, out this window. I guess Sid's gonna take a look out that window. See what he can make of it. Yeah, it is pitch black out. You see corn as far as your vision takes you. He said something about a scarecrow? Yeah, I assume the wraith is in the scarecrow. I think that's what we saw in uh, Tim's vision. He said, he said, Elsa, like, let's go check out the Scarecrow, essentially. As if he was talking to Elsa. Um, anything else from Sidriel? Um, I mean, I guess, can I take, like, a, a standard to kind of perception check around the room, see if there's anything of note? Yep. It's a 23, uh, sorry, 22. Yeah, it, uh... Doesn't look like there's much going on here. Uh, you know, there's like an empty closet, uh, the turned over bed, and some broken toys. And it it looks like anything that wasn't moved out of here on purpose it was probably or maybe looted afterwards. Let's put this kid down and get out of here. I think the scarecrow is where our answer is. And that's it for Sid. All right, Zeke is up next. All right. Zeke will think to himself that he hates he always hated the game Tag as a kid. He wasn't super fast. And that'll 
make him angry. He's gonna get angry. He's gonna go down to the bottom of the stairs. If he can make it, what, what, say that 30 feet, is there a place to stand down there where he could get like a, maybe a good stab on this kid? Within 30 feet? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. He's right at the bottom of the stairs, right? Like around the corner from the bottom of the stairs. I will move up and strike, if that's that's cool. Oh, that's a natty 19 on the die. Does that threaten with a rapier? I think it does. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, 18 to 20. So yeah, that's a critical threat. Uh, Oh, I don't think that's going to confirm, though. That's a 14 to confirm. Uh, it does not. Okay. Well, it's uh, it'll probably hit though, right? 19, 27, 27 to hit. Yes. All right. One d6 plus four. Oh yeah. That's uh, seven damage again. Oh right. You slice your rapier through this ghostly visage, and it rips through him, and his his ghostly body kind of dissipates for a second and comes back together. You know it's affecting him. All right. But it's just not destroying him quite yet. And Stormak is next. Tag is the perfect comparison for this. Um, Stormak says, as he's leaving this room that he's in with Sidriel, he says, This whole domicile might as well be burned to the ground as he exits the the room and heads down the stairs and tries to punch this boy, this ghost boy. All right. I miss Ozil. That's a 26 to (laughs) hit uh, for six bludgeoning. All right. That hits. Heck yeah. Uh, he's still rocking and rolling, though. And it's his turn. And he takes that hit, and he's still frowning and giggling. <laughs> Come on, Elsa. Let's go to the Stacrow. And he reaches out. He's got at least two people in melee range right now. Or three. All right, so I'll roll a D3. Uh, so, Zeke. He reaches out to Zeke. Come at me, bro. Touches you on the shoulder with a 23 against D- touch. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And it's going to be four negative energy damage. And give me a fortitude save or two, please. <laughs> Okie dokie. Fortitude save. The ability is the worst. Yeah, it's... It's pretty sweet, though. I like that thing. Um, all right, I'm gonna. Re- no, yeah, it's it's badass. I'm gonna reroll that one because that was an eight, which I'm pretty sure fails. Let me roll that right. again. That is a thirteen plus thirteen plus. What's my fort right now? Is a three sixteen. All right, that's gonna plus pass. another four, yeah. right? Oh yeah, plus four. Yeah, so uh, passes either way. Yeah, he touches you on the shoulder, and that negative energy courses through your shoulder, and he leaves. He flies out the front wall. He doesn't even use the door. What a jerk. Uh, It's going to provoke from all three of you. 
Fuck yeah. That's a natural 20, and then a 28 to confirm. Ooh, that'll do. That'll be 17 damage total. We established nice. 14 does not hit, right? There's a 14. Hmm? I got a 14. Uh, I rolled a 19 for 29. Uh, 14 is going to miss, um, but I'll I'll say that it's, it's hard to tell on this map, but it's probably likely that one of you guys are flanking. There you go. So I'll give it to both of you. Oh. Ooh. All right. Ooh, because that means with my banner, as long as you're plus two morale bonus on saving throw. No, 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 no. That's wrong because Hero Lab didn't have the banner I wanted. Hold on. I, th- I thought it was posted in the Discord here. It is, but I'd have to scroll way the fuck up. No, it's the last thing. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking too. That's that's a that's a fucking adorable dog picture though. I will have to say. That is adorable. Okay, so you get a Visual plus joke. one morale bonus on attack rolls and that benefit from flanking. So, um if it's normally a plus 2, you it would be a plus 3. Oh cool. All right. He only needed a plus one, though. (laughs) And also, um, anyone... That's just one of the benefits. The other one is uh, plus two to AC versus attacks of opportunity. Oh. Oh, cool. It's like within uh, 30 feet or something? Or just if you can see it? I think it's if you can see it. Uh, Allies... As long as the banner is visible, all allies within 60 feet. Yep. Okay, 60 feet. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So we all got a plus two to pretty AC cool. versus AOOs too? Wow, that's a fucking dope little banner. Yeah, um, yeah. as long as the AOO is provoked by movement. Right. And then a plus one morale bonus to attack rolls that benefit from flanking. Wow. Very, Very cool. cool. All right, so here's the damage for you, John. It's six damage for you. All right. And from Laura? Oh, uh, I definitely hit. The damage is... I rolled a two plus five. Seven. All right. So he tags Seek and then flies away, taking three AOOs, and you're just slicing through him. Parts of him are dissipating, and he just keeps flying away got 60 foot fly speed he flies away to the south he's just gonna run away the fuck that's what ghosts do remember I don't I wasn't there (laughs) (laughs) he disappears into the tall corn stalks in the dark Flora goes and stands in the door and like slams her javelin on the ground like the butt of it and goes ah not again these fucking ghosts I know, right? Well. And unless you're going to chase right after him 60 feet or more. Yeah, there's no way. Shouldn't have told you. Shouldn't have told you to speed. 
Um, I'll say we're out of initiative. Alright. So, I'm a little unclear as to what exactly... I think, I think we would follow I mean, him. Are we? You're gonna chase him down? Wouldn't we? Uh, what direction did he fly off to? Technically, Flora's turn next, and Daisy's pretty fucking fast, if I remember. He's probably heading to the uh, scarecrow he was just talking about. Pretty good point. That's my assumption. Yeah, he's like, hey, come see the thing. Yeah, wait, which way did he fly? Uh, to the south. Um, it is going to be a survival check to follow, like, a path or to get down that well, way. Good news, we're headed that way anyway. And... Can we give this uh, can we give this house a once over before we head that way? Yeah, because we're supposed to be looking for clues. I have yes. no idea what we're supposed to be looking for, but something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, give the upstairs bedroom a pretty good going over. Nothing up there. You can check the other bedroom, and it's pretty bare. Uh, there's a few bits of furniture still left in the house, but they're kind of broken or overturned and even the cupboards are emptied out there's not much in this house well I suggest we keep going before uh, before that thing comes back maybe we'll run into it again later shall we yeah I, I can't imagine uh, the thing running away from us and us just like going huh okay alright cool Like I think Stormac would be running out the door after it all right. While they're searching the house? I I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't understand going from combat to searching. If, if he goes charging out the door, Flora might try to, like, Stormak, wait, what What are you doing? What are you doing? We're in the middle of a fight here. we got to finish this thing off. Was that the reason we came here? To, just to fight ghosts? Shit, I don't know. What? Why did we come here? <laughs> you're gonna find you're gonna find some clues in the cupboards I mean what the fuck I mean we should definitely follow it um I don't know that we need to chase it in the wilderness and maybe get lost like you know it seems like there's mechanics for being separated and I don't like that yeah I assume because we have to make survival checks to move through we're probably moving at like half speed mm-hmm. odds of keeping up with it you know not, not great. We're not going to find a cliffhanger in the cupboard. we got to go out there after it. I mean, I think we're still all planning on going that way. Just <laughs> okay. we want to run off one by one into the right. darkness. I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, I mean, let's keep going. Yeah. They take a minute to look through the house. It's, it doesn't take too long because it's pretty bare. Um, but as you come out, you could see the beginnings of what used to be the dirt path leading to the south where you saw the child ghost fly off to and yeah as you head towards tall thick corn stalks in the dark of night I think that is where we're gonna end it tonight stalking like All right. like hunters alrighty <laughs> <laughs> she put that together. I like that. 
that's funny. Yeah, that's my sketch of, of my banner. <laughs> like hunters. <laughs> yep. I like it. Sneaky, well, sneaky huntery people. All right. Well, that was fucking hard. Good job, everybody. At least we got our feet wet with I mean, those ghosts. Classic, classic ghost behavior. If, oh, yeah. if we've ever seen it, is going through fucking walls and then disappearing when we almost have it. Yeah. Yep. Very typical. It's what that's what they do. <laughs> I'm gonna end this recording and I'm gonna get some spaghetti in my face. <laughs> <laughs>